Sprinkles, Santa Claus's special elf. Because everything is special with Sprinkles. <laughs> Santa Claus knows you're special too, and he has something to say to you. So listen close as Santa Claus shares holiday cheer with you. You can leave a special message for Santa Claus and get on the nice list at www.santaclaussays.net. Now here is the big man himself, Santa Claus! Ho, 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 ho! Merry Christmas, boys and girls. Welcome to SantaClausSays.net. We're getting closer and closer and closer to Christmas. Are you ready? I'm getting ready. I'll be ready to see you soon. Remember to leave me hot cocoa and cookies, and I'll be ready to see you this week on Christmas Eve. SantaClausSays.net says, Be good for goodness sakes. And here on Santa Claus Says, we like to have a story, a joke, and a letter to Santa. And remember, you can always send Santa a letter. At, you go to SantaClausSays.net, and there you can get on Santa's nice list. Click, click the button there that says that. And another button there that says to talk to Santa. Where you can leave me a voicemail, or you can uh, leave me a text there, a chat. And that's what we do. There's the chimes, boys and girls. This means it's story time. We've been telling the story for the last few days, and we will for the next few days, <coughs> about, it's called The Christmas Carol, A Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens. And it's a pretty famous story. It's about ghost and a man named Scrooge. And Scrooge was very mean and very didn't like Christmas. And when we left the story, he had been kind of mean to his nephew, who had invited him to Christmas Eve dinner, and to his employee, Bob Cratchit, and he was kind of upset with him for wanting to have Christmas Day off. It was Christmas Eve. And he went to bed that night, uh, the Scrooge did, very unhappy and very grumpy as usual. And that's when he encountered the first of four ghosts that he would see. And we're going to talk about those four ghosts in the next four nights. And this is the first ghost. We're going to talk about here tonight that he saw about Christmas. His name was Marley. He goes like this. He was the same face. Marley in his pigtail, usual waistcoats and boots, the tassel on the bristle and his coat skirts and the hair upon his head. The chain he grew was clasped about in the middle. It was long and wound about him like a tail and it was made of cash boxes and keys and padlocks and ledgers and deeds and heavy purses wrought in steel. His body was transparent so Scrooge could see observing him and looking through to his waistcoat and he could see the two buttons on his coat. Scrooge had often heard he looked like a phantom through and through and saw standing before him, though he felt the chilling influence of his death-cold eyes and marked the very texture of the folded handkerchief about his head and chin. And he had not observed, he was so incredulous, and he fought for senses. How? said Scrooge, caustic and as cold as ever. What do you want with me? And Marley's voice was that of a ghost, sat down on the fireplace on the side as if it were quite used to it. You don't believe in me, observed the ghost. I don't, said Scrooge. What evidence would you have of my reality beyond that of your senses? I don't know, said Scrooge. 
Why do you doubt your senses? Because, says Scrooge, a little things affects them. A slight disorder of the stomach makes them cheats. You may be an undigested bit of beef or a crumb of cheese or a fragment of underdone potato. There's Scrooge was not in the habit of making jokes, but the truth was he was trying to distract himself by thinking that maybe this ghost was just a, a tummy ache. But how much greater was the horror with the phantom taking off of the bandage around his head as if it were too warm to wear indoors, his lower leg jogged upon his breast. Scrooge fell upon his knees and clasped his hands about his face. Mercy, you dreaded apparition. Why do you trouble me? Men of the worldly mind, replied the ghost. Do you not believe in me? I do, said Scrooge. I must. But why do spirits walk the earth? And why do they come to me? I must, but why do spirits walk the earth and why do they come to me? You are fettered, said Scrooge. Trembling, tell me why. I wear the change I forged in life, said the ghost. I made it link by link and yard by yard. I girded it from my own free will. On my own free will I wore it. It is a pattern strange to you know. Scrooge trembled more and more, or you would know, pursued the ghost. The weight and the length of the strong coil you bear yourself. It was full and as heavy as long as it is this, seven Christmas Eves ago. You labored on it since. It is a ponderous chain. Scrooge glanced about him on the floor in the expectation of finding himself surrounded by 50 or 60 phantoms of iron cable. But he could see nothing. Jacob said imploringly, Oh, Jacob Marley, speak comfort to me, Jacob. I have none to give, the ghost replied. It comes from other regions. Ebenezer Scrooge and is conveyed by other ministers, other kinds of men. Nor can I tell you what I would. A very little all is permitted me. I cannot rest. I cannot stay. Seven years dead, said Scrooge, and traveling all the time, the whole time, said the ghost. No rest, no peace, incessant torture of remorse. You travel fast, said Scrooge. On the wings of the wind, replied the ghost. You might have gotten over the quantity of ground in seven years, said Scrooge. The ghost on hearing it set up another cry and clanked its chain so hideously in the dead silence of the night that the ward would have been justified in dining it for nuisance. No, you, but Scrooge said to Jacob, you were of, you were such, always a good man of business. And how you began to apply this to your life. That blessed, and Jacob said to, Jacob Marley said to Scrooge, that blessed star which led the wise man to the poor adobe, where there was no poor homes to which the light could have conducted me. Scrooge was very much dismayed to hear the specter going on at this rate. They began to quake exceedingly. Hear me, cried the ghost. My time is gone. I will, said Scrooge, but don't be hard upon me. Don't be flowery, Jacob. Pray, how is it that I appear before you in a shape that you can see? I may not tell. I have sat invisibly beside you many a day. And that was not an agreeable idea. Scrooge shivered and wiped the perspiration from his brow. That was no light part of my penance, pursued the ghost. I am here tonight to warn you, said the ghost that you have yet a chance and a hope of escaping my fate, a chance, a hope of procuring Ebenezer. You are always a good friend to me, said Scrooge. Thank ye, you will be high haunted, resumed the ghost, by three spirits. Scrooge's countenance fell almost as low as the ghost had done. Is that the chance and hope you mentioned, Jacob? He demanded. It is. I'd rather not, 
said Scrooge. Without their visit, said the ghost, you cannot hope to shun the path I tread. They expect the first tomorrow when the bell tolls one. Couldn't I take it all at once and have it over with, Jacob? said Scrooge. Expect the second on the next night at the same hour. On this, on this next night at the same hour. The third upon the next night on the last stroke of twelve would, would be caused to vibrate. So the ghost of Marley was saying to Scrooge that you have done bad things just like I did. And I have chains about me and holding me back. And if you want to get out of these chains for your whole eternity, then you're going to have to listen to the three ghosts. For the next three nights, we're going to talk about the three ghosts of Christmas Carol. It's a great story, and I think it's a good one for us to remember during Christmas time. Well, boys and girls, that means it's the chimes means it's joke time. Joke time, joke time. So here's our joke today. What do Santa's elves learn in school? The elf a bet. <laughs> One more joke. What do you get when you cross a duck with Santa? A Christmas quacker. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, boys and girls, that chime means it's time for our letter. And we want to remind you that you can always send Santa a letter. And I may read it right here on SantaClausSays.net. You can go here and you can leave me a letter by going by clicking the button at SantaClausSays.net that says get on Santa's good list. Or another button there that says to leave Santa a voicemail. And you can do that and I will hear you because I'm the Santa Claus who listens. But here's a letter today from Lori. And Lori says, I've been bad a few times this year, but I hope that you can still see the good in me and not just the naughty. I really can be a good kid. Well, we know you can, Lori, and we appreciate that. And I know that all of you are being good boys and girls. And I will see you soon on Christmas Eve. It'll be here before you know it. So they always say here... Santa Claus says, Santa Claus says to be good for goodness sakes. So remember, Sprinkles and I got to get to work. Christmas is coming sooner than you think. We'll see you soon and we love you. Remember, Santa Claus says to be good. Now, where is that Sprinkles at? We got to find. You're special to Santa Claus, just like Sprinkles. <laughs> Get on Santa's nice list at SantaClausSays.net and watch Santa Claus Says live on YouTube. Tell him Sprinkles sent you. <laughs>